Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Friendly Fire podcast. This is the place for anything and everything going on in the media, pop culture, TikTok, anywhere else, anywhere else you consume anything. Um, my name is Cade. My name is Audrey. And my name is Rollin. And we're really excited to be here on episode one of our podcast. Um, we were kind of just talking about trends going on on TikTok right now. Um, and kind of the big one that we've seen, especially BYU related and just kind of the whole Provo area is the trend of like, someone goes around and asks someone at BYU, would you rather, you know, drink a cup of motor oil or say a, say a swear word? Um, and <laughs> BYU is just such a fun, interesting place. I would say that um, for some reason, everyone's answer um, is to drink like the motor cooking oil. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be my answer too. Yeah, because <laughs> you're, course. yeah, we're good kids. We would never swear. Um, about. <clears throat> yeah, and so that's just a, it's a fun trend that I think has really shed some light on what BYU is like. I was actually talking to a coworker this morning about this, and he was talking about how BYU, there was a um, Deseret News came out and said that BYU is the most politically diverse campus in Utah. However, you would never know that from the, those TikToks because everyone seems, it gives such a narrow focus, and I think they find the people that are most likely to find, say motor oil because I think majority of us have enough common sense to say, hmm, I'll take a, I'll say a swear word. Yeah, no, I think that's true. Um, we, we just, they always just get the wackest people in these <laughs> interviews. And I think that's probably on purpose, you know, cause it's going to sell. It's right. going to like get the views when, you know, they get the crazy kids that are like, no, like when they're dead serious and they're like, no, I really would. Like I would never swear. I would say I would drink motor oil or, you know, like I would rather like kick a baby, like crazy things like that is what's going to what's going to get them the views. And so of course they're going to do that. Like I thought what my thought process is like, they're probably like recording a ton of people and like getting answers and then doing that, like um, cutting in the people that give the most ridiculous answers. Oh yeah. But at the same time I'm thinking it's BYU. So it's probably pretty likely that there's like a ton of people (laughs) saying stuff like that. And like, yeah. Yeah. Probably not even that hard to find the people that will give you the crazy answers. Yeah. Yeah, it's you don't have to go far. That's exactly what I said, Audrey. (laughs) Yeah, Audrey. Um But yeah, but like some of these trends are like, would you rather I don't know, like I it's just there's so many crazy ones. It's like, would you rather watch a rated R movie or would you rather hit a family with your car? You know, like but like these people are like they like really do think about it, they're like, hmm, well like not supposed to watch rated R movies so like I guess I'm hitting the family with my car and you're like what is going on here yeah I don't want to say that's the most minor of them all or anything like that watching no yeah we watched rated R movie last night (laughs) did we though I don't know off the record no yeah sorry on the record no yeah off the record yes we watched two of them what did we watch we watched The Conjuring and Conjuring 2 wow that's right The Conjuring what'd you guys think I mean that is my favorite type of horror movie with jump scares. Mm-hmm. Um, previous movie, horror movies that I've watched, aka this weekend, was The Witch. Okay. And that was just a more of a psychological thriller. I hated every second of my life watching that movie. Yeah, I would say I did too. Yeah, but I like the adrenaline I receive. I don't feel many things. Mm-hmm. And so I like... <laughs> that's, yeah, that's me too. Yeah, it's hard for me to feel anything nowadays. Um, and so I really liked The Conjuring because I felt adrenaline and it was like I was experiencing something in my life. Finally. Yeah, I would agree. I am a pretty emotionless robot. And so when something <laughs> just gives me a little bit of, you know, endorphins, like the blood gets pumping and I start like 
connecting with the world and I say, please, I want to live, you know, like don't let demons come invade my house. Like uh-huh. I really start to feel something. I feel connected to the greater good, to real life. And yeah, I do enjoy scary movies because of that reason. I love scary movies. I think The Conjuring was, I'm glad you like it. You guys liked it too. Cause it's like, I love it. It's, it's just a good movie too. It's not just a scary movie or anything like that mm-hmm. or a good scary movie. Um, the dialogue is super cheesy though. Yeah. Like in the second one, especially too. What was, what was the thing the little girl said at the end? Um, oh, I found my two people that I trust. Oh yeah. You know how earlier you told she me that. She said like in a British accent, she was like, <laughs> they say in life, you're lucky to get one person that you truly trust. I have my two. And then it zooms out and everything. And wow. everything is fine. Thank you. I thought it was watching the movie. It was really good. Yeah. I don't watch horror movies for the purpose of feeling good. I just want to feel something. And so. Yeah, literally anything. That could have been left out. Mm-hmm. But. Because that's so thought. cheesy Disney, you know? It's like, now I've found my family, you know? Like, I found mm-hmm. those that love me and trust me and I can do the same. Like, how many how many people work on a movie, you think? A couple thousand. Like, yeah. out At of least. all those thousand person, all those thousand people, there wasn't a single person that said, like, I don't know if we should keep that cheesy line. Yeah, there's nobody. Honestly, yeah, nobody said, hey, that's a little corny. Maybe we should just cut that because, you know, we're making this movie about demons and crazy stuff. But maybe we should let's keep in the corny line, you know, like nobody, nobody got that. Yeah, literally five minutes before that little girl was trying to kill her entire family. Yeah. And yeah. then, oh, all of a sudden, like the demon gets expelled and she's a perfect angel. Yeah, she just has, has a few scratches and bruises. Where's her trauma? Yeah. Come on. I got trauma from regular things, <laughs> going to school, waking up every day. That's trauma for me. But this little girl, she was possessed multiple times, and she's just like, oh, so so glad I found my family and someone I can trust. You know, I think people back then, given that movie pl- took place in like the 60s, 70s, people yeah. were just tougher back they then. Were, they were hardened veterans. Yeah. They, didn't they just have said trauma. cheesy things like that all the time, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how they moved on. They didn't need therapy. They they just talked. Just, they just said something cheesy, and then like the trauma <laughs> melted away. <laughs> I always think about. I always think about super cheesy things in movies. And one of like something in movies that I realized I don't really like is like at the beginning of it, when the care like, you have to get context of the characters or anything like that. But my least favorite thing is like at the beginning of the movie, and like, um, I feel like I was watching The Watcher or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's weird, like, in lines when they have to establish, like, their relationship to the character or anything. Oh, like yeah. Like, like you some... wouldn't say that in real life. Like, yeah. are you going to visit your brother, Jack, or yeah. something like that? They're like, oh, hey, sweetie, I'm so happy that we just had our anniversary because we're married, you know? Like, they just... And that serves no purpose. Yeah, they just... Yeah, I get that. Those are the types of things that give me secondhand embarrassment. That is probably the hardest thing for me watching movies is I get secondhand embarrassment from literally everything. Mm-hmm. I like, get secondhand embarrassment from you too. Okay, uh, okay, Rollin. Sorry. <laughs> no, but we're yeah. not. We're, we're not starting this. Up. Um. <laughs> well, honestly, though, when we were talking about like the feeling things, it just reminded. Like, I always think about this with our generation and our trauma, whatever. But I think about all the time how like easily we are distracted and how it is so hard to entertain anyone in our generation. So like with social media and everything, it's like. There are such bizarre things like the TikToks of people saying that they'd rather kill themselves than watch porn. Like those like super, super crazy drastic things because like we are so hard to entertain nowadays. It's true. And I feel like it. we just keep like pushing further and further, you know, like, yeah, like 
Well, because like it did it back in the day, you know, you could be like, oh, would you pick the red pill or the blue pill? And people ate it up, you know, but nowadays you're like, come on, give me something hard. Like I need something controversial. I need something crazy. And I think you can definitely see that in the media and the movies, you know, like back in the day, it used to be like, oh, Britney Spears shaved her head. And nowadays you like have to like do something literally insane to make the news or you're just forgotten. But uh, yeah, I do think in our generation, it we're just we just seen so much in the media and in movies and in TV shows that they just have to like keep pushing the envelope further and further before like we start paying attention. Yeah, we're so overwhelmed by media and fed so much daily that in order to stand out or be different, you have to do something absolutely outrageous and controversial to get any attention. Yeah, I think of like, I think even like the horror movies we've seen lately, kind of just like on the fun little spooky movie Halloween, um, tangent like i feel like horror movies back in the day or even like sci-fi thriller like back in like the 70s 80s it was like alien or nightmare on elm street things like that like they were kind of scary and a little spooky and eerie but nowadays it's like chairs have to be flying at the walls and people have to like have their backs snapped and float in the air and Mm -hmm. there has to be a jump scare of someone closing a door yeah everything has to be a jump scare Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of funny that we're just like we're hardened now and it can hardly ever be just like a bad person behind a mask. It has to be like a demon or a pagan god or something absolutely insane. Yeah. yeah. Whatever happened to Scooby Doo? Yeah. Whatever happened to the good old days where Best you could, show ever. Yeah. Where you could just unmask him and he was fine. It was just like the local meat butcher. I've got a <laughs> I've got a question about Scooby Doo. Okay. Like were you supposed to know the con like when they unmask someone and they say like Mr. Wilkins or something like that, are you supposed to know who Mr. Wilkins is? Because I feel like he's not in the episode, like, prior to that. I mean, like, sometimes I remember them being, you know? Like, it would be like, Mr. Wilkins, we're the mystery club. We have to investigate this. And he's like, oh, I'm the I'm NPC. Mr. Wilkins. I'm in Mr. Wilkins, the NPC at Walmart, you know? But I feel like sometimes they wouldn't do that or anything. You know what I mean? I feel like half the time it was just the real estate agent or, like, the realtor. Really? That's what I felt like. I watched a lot of Scooby-Doo growing I up, I did, though. too. I, I did, but, like, I don't think I paid attention to, like, what their occupation was. Mm. I, I just, did. Sometimes it was important, you know? I just figured they're hacking the kids. I was a soul-searching kid trying to find out what she wanted to be when she grew up, so I was paying attention to who the she, bad guys were said, and what their hmm, careers were. Lawyer. Bad. <laughs> Couldn't do that. <laughs> Couldn't do that. Except that's what I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Never mind. Lawyers are great. I love them. <laughs> But yeah, it's interesting because the, yeah, there's that new Scooby-Doo show coming out. Have you guys seen anything about that? The one where Velma's a lesbian? Yeah, on HBO Max. Am I allowed oh, to yeah. say that, lesbian? I think so. But yeah, <laughs> it's interesting though because yeah, Velma's lesbian. I think Shaggy's black. There's mm-hmm. Shaggy's black? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold and on. I, there's a lot more that happened. Yeah, and I don't think Billy, there's... Look this up. And I don't think there's, I feel like there's a character missing. Like maybe Daphne's missing or Fred's yeah, missing. Something. Someone's missing. I also have my, maybe Scooby-Doo's missing. I also have my phone on. I hope that's fine. I guess. Yeah. Cool. You just don't want to pay attention to well, us. Well, like I didn't know, like, I didn't know if it was like a movie theater thing where they say like, turn off your phones. <laughs> oh yeah. This is hard strict rules here. I just like think of the controversy is interesting. I'm really excited for it. But like, it's the same thing with the new My Little Mer. My Little Mermaid? Mighty, mighty, mighty. Wait, what is my that? Little Mer- Wait, it's what's it called? My Little Mermaid. <laughs> I think I was thinking My Little Pony. No. The, <laughs> the Little Mermaid where everyone's like freaking out because they're changing the race of the main character. But it's like, it's a cartoon. This like, is for children. This and is for children. I, children. It's okay. Yeah, children. I don't think children like are racist when they're born. You know, like it's not like a gene or a trait. Like someone's yeah. like uh-huh. teaching them that. So like 
a kid's gonna see that and be fine with it but then they're like listening to their parents like freak out about it the my little mermaid no, shoot <laughs> the little mermaid I little was mermaid <laughs> that's it that's the title the little mermaid the little mermaid i was raised with was not the same race and then they freak out but it's really not yeah a big deal. it's not a big deal but then their kids see that freak out and they think it must be a big mm-hmm. deal which is sad you know they're like the parents are like oh the, yeah like my the, my little mermaid her <laughs> All right. The Little Mermaid, she wasn't black. She was white. And the kids see that and they're like, oh, like there must be something wrong with being black, which like there isn't obviously. But like it's just kind of sad because like we literally are like seeing before our eyes like racism like happen still and like be ingrained in children. And it's just sad. It is really sad. Sam Richardson is Norval. Is that Shaggy? Yeah, Norval Rogers. Who's Sam Richardson? Yeah, I don't know. He's the guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else? I'm trying to think of what else he was in. Um, Besides Scooby Doo. Well, you already got your phone out. Might as well just look it up. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're already disrupting it, Rollins. But yeah. like, he literally, he literally doesn't even look like a, like a stoner or anything. I feel like he was supposed to like look like a stoner. I, I feel a like stoner? It, yeah. If you're yeah. playing Shaggy, everyone. I mean, I feel like everyone knows that Shaggy is like major stoner. Yeah. Like oh, it's yeah. just like, who? That's like his persona. His I energy. Feel like they're all stoners. Yeah. Like a real black, like Breakfast Club. I mean, stoner. If, yeah. if they're listening to a dog talk, I and trying to catch <laughs> that's a fair monsters. Point. I mean, everyone can get a dog talk. Yeah. Every it was the seventies. Everyone was high. That was, was the sixties. Talking dogs everywhere. Oh crap! What? The seventies. That wasn't a. Dr- can I say drug? Sure. I don't know what I can and can't say. We should repeat that. Ron goes to UVU. He's he doesn't. He doesn't have the same rules. He yeah. doesn't have to filter like we do. Yeah, we can say things like drugs and lesbians. Yeah. Without having to ask for permission. But nowadays, that's what I was looking up. Sam Richardson. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. Back to that. Sorry. No. Yeah. Keep going. I'm just gonna. I was just gonna this. say. Yeah. Nowadays, us BYU kids, we might not have to filter ourselves anymore because there's several videos out there where people would rather drink motor oil than say a swear word. You know, like mm-hmm. we're putting ourselves on the map. We are, yeah. No, I have friends that go to other schools. I'm, fr- well, I'm from Utah, and so a mo- majority of my friends went to other schools in Utah. And I get mercilessly teased when I go home for going here and the YouTube or the TikToks that they see of their perceptions of BYU. Where do you live again? Clinton, Utah. That's right. Wow. It's a suburb city. Please do not let anyone tell you it is a Hickville. It is not. I it it literally sounds. It, sound, it kind of sounds like a Hickville, though. Like I everyone's mean, saying, like you're going to Clinton, Utah. I can't believe you're going to BYU. You're not going to Utah Tech. <laughs> yeah. Not going to Dixie State. Half my Dixie State? friends you from can't high school. Anymore. I can't anymore. No, they changed it. Remember? But is that a BYU thing? I think. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't. No, that's a whole world thing. Have you, you seen Ted Lasso? No. I've seen like an episode. He's, okay. Critically acclaimed Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah, he like shows up for one episode. In where? Utah State? No, oh, in Ted Lasso. Who does? Oh, the Sam, Sam Richardson. Oh. Back to Sam Richardson from HBO. <laughs> Sorry, I was just show. looking. Yeah, that, I was like, wait, I'm, Ted Lasso, yeah. Scooby-Doo, who's in, who's in what? I'm trying to like think of what else he's in that you guys might know. Because I don't think we saw that episode of I Think You Should Leave. I think that Scooby-Doo is one of those shows that I will never get tired of their reboots. Like, I just love Scooby-Doo so much, and they don't ever try to change it too much. So it's still just good. Except Mystery Incorporated. Did you guys ever see that little spinoff? Yeah, I think good. so, yeah. I, it was good. Oh, it was good. It was scary. It was good. What do you mean? That's the whole point. Yeah, but it was just <laughs> Audrey sees a scary movie. She's like, I really like it. It was too scary. No, I love scary <laughs> movies. I promise. Just not The Witch. That one's too scary. 
I like The Witch. It was okay. I'm gonna say something controversial. I like it. <laughs> oh, I thought it was gonna get worse. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Um, The Witch. If anyone is deciding to listen to this, you know my professor. Um, go watch The Witch. Actually, don't. I mean, do the spark notes of The Witch, because I didn't think it was very good. It was just Mm-mm. so. I don't know. There's just something to me about like something bad happening. And then, like, nobody tries to solve it. They just, like, all they were doing was just, like, sitting there and, like, praying. They were, like, please. Like, and I guess that's what, like, pioneer people back then probably did. But, like, literally they were not doing anything to, like, solve their issue or, like, get away from the witch or anything at all. They just would, like, cry and pray. Yeah. See, I like scary <laughs> movies because I can tell myself that they're not real while in other new, other things in the world are real. I um, mean, the devil is real. Okay, yeah, the devil's real, but... I can not invite an evil spirit into my body. and I, I mean, you watch The Witch. Rowan, don't tell me that. Um, but not what scares me in real life. Have you been in your basement since? No, I haven't been in the basement since. Hmm. The Witch didn't have a basement. There's a demon. The Witch didn't have a basement, but that's definitely where The Witch would hide. In my basement with my Hasbula flag? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it Hasbula or Hasbula? Uh, I don't know. Because Hasbula definitely sounds like, I can't say that. Hasbula, my I have a flag in my basement um, of Hasbula holding a gun. I tried to get my um, Audrey, you can't say that. I'm sorry. You I, can. Oh. I tried to get my roommate a Michael Scott tapestry for her birthday, but Hasbula came instead, and so I gave her that to oh, her. Oh really? Anyways. Is yeah. that why? But yeah, that's why I have so it. Did I hear this? No, I've been so confused <laughs> why you guys have a Hasbula. Yeah. Like I just didn't know. It was supposed to be Michael tell the, Scott. Tell the story. Tell the story. Okay, so it was Emma's twenty-second birthday, and I was like, oh my gosh. Who's Emma? My best friend. And? Roommate. Cool. And so Emma wanted, is like the biggest fan of The Office. And so I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to be the best best friend ever. And I'm going to get her a Michael Scott tapestry to hang up in our house. And like we have this like bare wall in our, our room. And so I order it. And it's the day before her birthday. And I open the package because it finally got there. And it's freaking Hasbula <laughs> holding a gun. That's so funny. Is it like not at all what you ordered? That's not the funniest thing. Not at all. Thing. Not at all. Is it Photoshopped or is he really holding the gun? I don't know. It's actually. not Photoshop. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Hasbula, That's so, so funny. I think it's hilarious. Surprising. I think it's funny. Yeah, and so I gave that to her, like crying. I was crying as I gave it to her because I was trying not to <laughs> laugh. And she just like opened it and she goes, "What?" And I go, "We can return it if you want." I called Amazon and I was like, "Hey, like there was a mess up with my order." And he goes, "Well, what happened?" I go, "I got Hasbula when I ordered Michael Scott, dude." Did he and understand you? No. I wouldn't have understood that if someone said. Hasbula when I'm saying Hasbulla for like <laughs> two years. I don't know how to say it. That, that's the thing too. I that's what's know. funny is he's been in the media for like a long time. A long time. So like you wouldn't think like Hasbulla picture like you see them you see the videos of Hasbulla like you're like okay I'll get like a little chuckle out of it like it's not like the funniest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The funniest thing ever is her ordering something and not getting that at all. <laughs> well, and it's Hasbulla holding a gun. But the thing is I didn't even know who Hasbulla was when I got the flag. Like I opened you said, it. What is this? No, I was like, "Who's this toddler holding a gun?" <laughs> it's a man. It's a man, and my roommate, like my other roommate Natalie, had to tell me who it was, and I—that's what made it funnier because I had no idea who he was. I yeah. research him, and it's some little Russian man. And did you also hear? <laughs> Definitely that? not Michael Scott. Definitely not Michael Scott. But did you see that he is like part of, like the MMA now or what? Yeah, he's. Yeah. He's like making it big. He is. I'm so. That's the thing is, you could become famous for nothing nowadays. Yeah, but like. Good for him, I guess, you know? Yeah. I would love to be famous for nothing. Me too. I That's mean, like, what do you think I'm trying to do right Well, now? like, yeah, exactly. That's, we're like our Kardashian, we're in our Kardashians era where we were like at the very beginning where we're not really known for anything. I mean, like nowadays, you know, it's like 
you went through the whole Kardashian 20 seasons on their first show. Now they're on two on their second show. But like, you know, they're like, oh, CEO, businesswoman, entrepreneur, married to like 50 different men, women in Hollywood, you know, like mm -hmm. they're pretty ingrained now in culture. Um, but we're like starting our, our Kardashians era where we're like, we're just, we have no talent or anything, mm -hmm. but eventually we'll get there and we'll like be business moguls and eating dinner with Chris and Kim and Kylie and Chloe and the rest. I'll be an adopted child and I'll name my, I'll change my name to Kadri. <laughs> so I can, you couldn't have name. just picked a different K name. Like, no, K, I have like, to add the K name. Oh, I'm going to change mine to Cade, but just with a K. Oh, it's, you're Colin. Oh, that works. <laughs> yeah. It's a real name. Colin. Okay. Yeah. But with a K, of course. Of course the K. Speaking of K's. And then you have that brother, Rob. But it's like, I bet you they have like a silent K in front of Rob. It's like K-R-O-B. Rob. Where is he? When was the last time he was on the show? Where are you, Rob? Rob, if you're listening, reach out. We'd love to hear where you're at. How's I've Black actually... China? Oh, Black China? the Black China case. They settled that. They you're did? To... Yeah. Um, you have to tell me what that's about because I remember like hearing that they were in settlement, but I don't know for what it was. Like, was it just a divorce thing or like a yeah child care thing or i don't i think it was just kind of an everything thing because they were splitting up i don't really necessarily remember all of it but i know they were splitting up and they were trying to get you know money house kids sorted out and i'm pro kardashian so like of course rob is the better choice and like yeah of course um black china wasn't the better choice and but like black china i think she also was suing the rest of the kardashians like not only rob but also kim courtney kylie chloe Chris, the rest of them. Gosh. And it was just like, oh, you like ruined my life. Cause of course they were all like jumping to Rob's side and we're like, we support our brother. And like, they have t more fans I'd say than black China does. So of course they're going to support Rob. And so like everyone was jumping on Rob's side and then she was like, oh, you ruined my life. Like this negative press has ruined me. You need, I'm suing you for all the damages. And I think recently she just, she didn't win. She's like the villain of like that season. Yeah, she was. And like that season of their lives. Yeah. Like not the seasons Kardashian. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting because <clears throat> yeah, she was the villain. And then after they won the lawsuit, she had a GoFundMe page set up to like try and like redo the trial. It was like, That's... I didn't like, like resettlement or whatever. Like I didn't like the outcome of that. And so I'm going to like tell my lawyers to fight back again. And they'd set up a GoFundMe page for her. Oh my god! And I said, girl, can a GoFundMe even push a democratic process? I don't know. Oh, that's a, that's a good question. I'd imagine. You I think can, you know the answer. You right? can raise money for anything nowadays. <laughs> yeah, honestly. No, um, I think that it's amazing how even if you're the least popular Kardashian, you still probably have more support than any other celebrity that you are up against because you are, are Kardashian. I feel like he's sitting nice too, like even not being on the show or anything like that, but like still hanging out with the Kardashians mm -hmm. and like still just the name oh, yeah. and like still having the name and everything. Yeah, what does he do? I mean, I'm sure people know have... who Rob is too. When he says yeah. Rob Kardashian, they're like, oh, you're Rob Kardashian. That's yeah, right. you're the brother. Mm -hmm. The one Kardashian, brother. not Kardashian, Kardashian. Yeah. Kardashian. I was just thinking about this though. We were talking about the K's and the Kardashian family. Kim really kind of dropped the ball divorcing Kanye because he also had a K name. They messed it up. Maybe that's why he changed his name to Yee though. Because is it yay or yay? yay? Oh, is it yay? Okay. I, think it's I yay. apparently don't know how to say anything. You don't know anything. Hasbullah. You're like well, Schmidt. Schmidt. <laughs> so um, when I was younger, I had an intense fear of Kanye West because when I get really stressed out, I have dreams. Seems kind of racist. It's not. No, just listen to Ro why. Yeah, listen, Rowan. Listen. Listen to the this story. This is a podcast. Sorry, yeah. This yeah, is continue. a listening time. And so I, when I get really stressed out, I have nightmares about my teeth falling out. And mm. one time in high school, I had one of these dreams, but my teeth grew back in. I mm. looked in the mirror and I was Kanye West. 
and I woke up crying because I didn't want to be him. And so I had like I it took me a while to overcome my fear of Kanye West. <laughs> but now I'm afraid of him again. So it that's another matter. I don't think this bodes well. Fun, irrational fear. <laughs> well, there's reason to be afraid of Kanye West yeah. nowadays. Um, the Kanye West tweet. Yeah. If anyone listening doesn't know what the tweet was, Kanye West, he's been in pretty hot fire lately for just anything, especially his craziness on Instagram and like bullying random people. But Kanye West tweeted recently, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. The funny thing is I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew. Also, you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone whoever or whoever opposes your agenda. Um, Just talking about the grammar of that tweet alone. Bad. No period. There's no, in this little paper, I added the, the punctuation because there wasn't any. <laughs> Just so like if you read it, you could like formulate like real thoughts and like make mm-hmm. sentences, you know? Um, but yeah, the grammar alone, bad. Message he's also sending, bad. Overall, bad. Yeah, that this is a good reason to actually be afraid of Kanye West because he does have a lot of influence and power. Yes. And people, I swear, people take these kind of things seriously because there was in the past couple of days since he said this and since he's like been canceled for it, but it's like <sighs> s- still going on, you know? He has said, like people have been like, oh, Kanye West was right. Like, we should cancel or like get rid of Jewish people, mm-hmm. which is not good. Cause like, I don't know why people just, it's ridiculous. yeah. Take everything celebrities say like, it's like the gospel. Like, well, the like Bible. I, saw, I saw this post too. And like, if celebrities kind of like, um, make comments like that, like they're people in that group of people, like anti-Semitics and stuff like that, they're very quick to like make them sort of their mascot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And especially if it's a celebrity saying that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. it's. I honestly feel like it's really just a mob mentality. Like, we put celebrities on such a pedestal in media and stuff. Like, the power that someone has. Like, even, like, just think about, like, Taylor Swift and when she makes a political stance about something. And, like, all of her followers, like, they like they start to think about that. It's like, yeah. celebrities have so much power in the media. So, when we see someone like Kanye, who we've put on a pedestal and so many people, like, idolize and worship him it's terrifying because he like he says this kind of stuff and it's like people go along with it just because they're a fan of his music and they've liked him for a while and so we're putting literally like the whole world and like all these jewish people at risk because we idolize a man who's Who saying can say things. whatever he wants to his millions of fans mm-hmm. and gain support yeah no yeah that's totally true though because like i mean this is a pro taylor swift podcast i'll just put that out there now no hate i'll love um Taylor Swift, she is very, like, into, like, voting. Like, she's, like, no matter what you vote for, like, this is how I vote. And she kind of puts that out there but doesn't try to, like, tell people what to vote for. But she says no matter what party you are, who you are, go out and vote. And I remember a couple of years ago she did that for the first time. She was speaking out politically for the first time. And they had, like, a rise and increase in voter registration, like, thousands of percents. Like That's crazy. Yeah, like, it, she just said, like, all of her fans, she was just like, go out and vote. You know, if you're in America, if you're just wherever you are, if you have the ability to vote, go out, register, do it. And there was like a couple thousand percent increase for voter registration, which is cool. Like that's like a good way to use your platform and to use your like power, I guess, you know. But mm-hmm. then when you have things like this where you like could say like, oh, like I want to be super anti-Semitic and do bad things to Jewish people. Like people are going to take that seriously and like do that. Yeah. Yeah. I hope no one takes him too seriously just looking at the grammar of it. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they realize that he doesn't know what he's talking well, about. he was a bit sleepy. Yeah. So <laughs> That's true. You to keep that in mind. Yeah. Also, speaking of, speaking of Tay-Tay, um, Katie had a big night the other night. 
Oh, Taylor Swift. Yep. That's How right. could I forget? Taylor Swift, Miss <coughs> um, Americana, as one calls her. What a segue <laughs> to just just, just this from, part from anti-Semitism to Taylor Swift. <laughs> I know. I think I hate to talk about Taylor and Kanye in the same even sentence, you know, because of the beef Taylor and Kanye had in the early 2000s mm-hmm. when he stole her moment from her at the VMAs. Anyway, we won't get into that. That can be next week's episode, and that'll be the whole episode, is my thoughts on that. <laughs> um, Taylor Swift released Midnight's, which was her 10th studio album. Um, it's interesting because I loved it, and I think I saw a lot of people didn't like it, a lot of people did like it, but you can't deny the numbers where um, it was the best-selling album of 2022 after three days of release, and bro- it broke Spotify's record for the most streams in a single day. And I think I have here, it says that on Friday the 21st, it became the most streamed album in a single day in Spotify history with 185 million streams. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's just Spotify. You know, that doesn't include Apple Music. That doesn't include the four people who use Amazon Music. <laughs> or Tidal. Yeah, or Tidal. The, SoundCloud? Yeah, the, uh, any of that stuff, you know. And, wow, we just love it. We love Taylor. I honestly, like, even if you aren't a huge fan of her, you have to recognize, like, all that she was able to accomplish. Oh, for sure. This is her 10th album, and she's 30 years old, and she's still the number one in the world. Yeah, like she is amazing. And like the power and influence that she has over the world and the amount of heartbreaks that she has gotten me through personally. Oh yeah. An amazing woman. I have myself convincing that I'm broken and heartbroken. Never dated anyone, but I really <laughs> did the dating songs. You know, I'm like, wow, I can't believe this imaginary person broke me so hard. Yeah. Well, you want like almost to relate to her and to experience her music better. You want to have been heartbroken or be heartbroken. Oh, yeah. So I've, you can relate to her. Yeah. She has a couple of songs about like, just like she has a song about like her Rhode Island house. And it's the story of the lady who lives she's in a her house Rhode Island. She has a house everywhere because she's the best. In every state. Pretty much. And really? she has this song about this house and the lady who used to live there. And I'm like, wow, I want to own like an old house with like a good backstory. So I can just like feel Taylor Swift like. I just want to channel Taylor Swift yeah. in everything I do. In, in everything I do. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Taylor Rowland? Because, I mean, like, you're, like, a big rap guy. I don't see you too, like, mainstream pop girly, you know, like us. Um, <clears throat> but remember, this is a pro-Taylor Swift podcast. No, yeah. Sorry. I just had a lot of phlegm in my throat. Mm. Um, Thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah, of course. Um, honestly, I think I, I agree with Audrey. Like, you have to um, acknowledge, mm-hmm. you know, what she's uh, what she's done, uh, what she's achieved. That's a big feat. See, I can respect that because I do understand people. That's just like not for her, like her music. Well, like that. That's how I feel too. Is like it's not technically like the music I would listen to or anything like that. And like I don't want to like people think like I hate her or anything. Yeah. I don't hate her or anything like that. I just like don't particularly like that kind of music. But that is amazing that she has like Mm -hmm. that many listeners and everything, that many streams on like just Spotify alone. Yeah, that's crazy. And we talked about that and everything. See, I can respect that because a lot of not even like like, they haven't even accounted for like YouTube music or anything. Yeah. So because I just feel like I can respect that because a lot of people are like, oh, I hated her album or I hate her. And I'm like, grow up. It's 2022. You probably know tons of Taylor Swift songs without even knowing it. You know, Mm -hmm. 22. I knew you were trouble. Shake it off. Like, you know, all these songs. So just I feel like it's songs like that. People hear though, and they're like, oh, gosh, I hate yeah, yeah. They, you haven't they, even gotten in the nitty gritty they hear like shake it off but like that was also like pop music for when i mean the biggest artists were like black eyed peas and yeah yeah bruno mars jason and derulo tayo cruz she needed to save us and she did mm-hmm. like it's dino i feel like when you say you ta- hate taylor swift you're just trying to be different like you can be indifferent to her yeah but like you're trying to just stand out by saying you hate her because i like, guess why do you at this her? point i don't even feel like it's being different i just feel like it's people not having opinions because i feel like just i mean girls get like 
they get hated on this for like more than like guys do but i feel like guys should definitely get hated on for like yeah being carbon copies of each other and like yeah. not having an opinion or i'm glad you brought that up because i don't want to get on like my feminism soapbox but i do th- and taylor swift has songs about this but i do think that like women do get a lot of hate and if it was a man's shoes th- like the hate wouldn't be there oh yeah like she has a whole song it's called the man stream it on lover mm-hmm. or buy it dollar 29 um and it's kind of <laughs> just the idea you know like if a man did this it would be like cool and celebrated and fun and tasteful but if a woman did this it's cunning it's evil it's manipulative it's gross yeah and i think that's so annoying especially because she's like my favorite artist i like will die in the trenches for taylor swift you know yeah. uh-huh. i'm going to war no it's so true it's like it's like the fact like we kind of talked about this a little bit before and we'll talk about we can talk about it next week but like the kanye and taylor thing like the fact that he wasn't immediately canceled with like if a woman were to ever do that yeah. oh, i like yeah. she would have been immediately canceled like no one would have ever liked her or listened to her again but like kanye tries to upstage taylor and like overtake her moment when she wins an award like it's totally it's fine people are like oh that was mean but like it just he continued to like you know like no there was no real backlash yeah no one ever actually really got mad at him and when if that if if taylor had done that to kanye oh yeah like you think of like the dixie chicks they were like back in the day they were like oh like i don't even remember it was like something about the president like we don't like yeah the chicks now but they were like we don't like the president and then like everyone was like oh cancel them cancel them like they're done we hate the dixie chicks but Mm -hmm. like you hear from like back then like not even republicans like not many people like george bush george w bush sorry yeah and so like i but i just feel like if a man did that if he was like i hate george bush like screw him like everyone would be like yeah like Like green day screw him did they do that green day did that yeah they made a whole album about how they hate george w bush There and you go. Was Green Bay Green Green Bay Green, Green Bay, Bay Packers? No, Green Bay Packers. Was Green Day canceled? No. No, they just stopped. No, they just they're just uh, not relevant. They won a Grammy. Exactly. Exactly. There we go. Multiple Grammys, actually. So is Taylor Swift. So Feminism. it evens out. But yeah, I think I think that's a good that's a good place to leave off for today. Anyone out there listening, stream Taylor Swift's Midnight's. If you hated at first. You're not a fun person because I think this album is for fun people. <laughs> and if you hate it, you're not a fun person. But stream it, listen to it anyway. But if um, you hate it, don't that's your Kate. opinion. That's your opinion. Don't tell Kate, yeah, but that's don't your tell opinion. Because I'm going to the trenches for her. Um, <laughs> and I'll fight you on Twitter. I'll fight you on Instagram. I'll make a LinkedIn and fight you there. Um, but thanks for joining us today on Friendly Fire. Um, we'll be here next week. Same place, same time. Good old Provo, Utah. We'll talk about it. Um, leave, us rev- leave us a review on how we're doing. Um, Let us know if there's anything you want us to cover. And thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.